I wish I could show you how free you could feel by just saying, you know what? I'll be happy no matter what happens to me. And then from that point forward, not letting the things that make you unhappy shift your language. Okay. I'm not talking about not feeling it. I'm not saying that you didn't get unhappy. I'm saying you'll never get out of it if you, if you cannot get a hold of the language. What is up, my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Welcome to the Roxy Talks Manifestation Podcast, your raw, unfiltered, and unapologetic source for all things manifestation related. I'm Roxy Lee, and for the last decade, I have been researching and developing my signature 360 method, which combines behavioral science, quantum physics, and the law of attraction to help you manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Visit RoxyTalks.com for more info. Now, let's get into it. I enjoyed your last podcast because I'm a spiritual entrepreneur. What platform have you manifested the most ease and happiness? Oof. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I hear? What I literally saw in my head was like, e, none of the above. Um, <laughs> you, There's no platform that's going to spiritually fulfill you. You sharing what you came to earth to share with people and you helping them transcend through whatever it is that you are here to help people transcend through, that is going to give you the most ease and happiness. No platform is going to do that for you. In my experience, the platforms only give you fucking headaches. So (laughs) my advice is to just, part of me says, just put it together and worry about it later. But that's also a reason why I had a lot of headache in my business, but also why I had a lot of ease just going into it. Cause I was just like, here it is. Like I just put everything together. I followed, um, like, uh, online business. Like I bought a course and I followed it to a T of how to like create my business kind of thing. But you know, all of that stuff is just a road to me, right? Like at the end of the day, what people are here for is to hear what I have to say about their specific situation. So when I say it like that, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's coming, things are coming up for me as a person, like my worth and value, you know, like I'm just telling you like at in real time with what I'm kind of thinking of is like as entrepreneurs and, and what, you know, especially someone that's when you're trying to help people so much of, of what your own worth is wrapped up in how others perceive you. And then what they do with the information that you present, like I have a stake in your success. That's why I'm over here screaming at you guys every week, <laughs> you know, because I love you that much. And I'm, I'm telling you the info every single day, like, and I just want you to get it so bad. So it's like, whatever, but like me, nobody else, nobody else in the entire world. And I'm telling you this with confidence right now, nobody, you will never find anybody. And I was going to say, except maybe my dad, but no, cause my dad can't even do it the way I do it. I promise. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to have a different approach. There's nobody in the entire world that's going to give it to you the way that I give it to you. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's hundred percent the thing you need. I'm not saying that you have to listen to me at all. I'm just saying, if you want an opinion, 
there's only one Roxy that, that it's going to flow through the way it flows through, right? And so if that's what you're looking for, then I got it all day long, right? Like I, I it's a never ending resource for me, right? Like it's, there's, it's, uh, it, there's no end to it. So just that in itself is my value to you and the world because of my own unique perspectives, what I've lived, what I've experienced, who I've coached, what I went to school for, what I, you know, everything that I've done and, and lived has given me a unique way of, uh, and a unique lens to look at your situation. And then the way that I deliver is different as well. So it's like, there's, there's no, you could get something similar or close, or maybe we might not be on the same wavelength, but you're not going to get it from anybody else. Like you're going to get it from me, period. And I'm not saying that that, again, I'm not saying that's the good thing or the best thing. I'm just saying, if that's what you want, you know where to come. And so I challenge you to find that for yourself. And it's like, it's like, you know, if you build it, they will come kind of a thing to answer your question in the 3d YouTube is very easy. There's millions of people searching every single day. It's easy to find content and titles to, um, you know, inspire you on like what people are searching for. You're in the community right now. You like, I mean, if like, if I was trying to start a YouTube channel about something, I would go to that per someone that's doing that and look what the comments people are leaving and see what people want videos about. It's like literally that easy. And then go turn your camera on and talk for 15 minutes. I mean, I'd say that YouTube is probably the most accessible, maybe TikTok now, but I don't, I'm, I'm 38. I'm just, that ship has sailed for me. Like I put my content on there, but I'm not like a, you're not going to see me like <laughs> do some manifestation like this. Not my, not my steez. So anyways, um, find what works for you. Again, YouTube has been easy. The other thing about YouTube is that it's the second largest, um, search engine in the world owned by the first search, largest search engine in the world. So, um, it's like a, uh, evergreen perpetually existing library that you will always, uh, you know, be cataloged in and, and like, you know, you'll find if you look at a lot of YouTubers, like their oldest stuff is, has the most views and still comes up all the time because of what, however YouTube does it, it just, that's what they do. So when you kind of start, you know, in the very beginning, be, be really, how do I say this? Be really uh, conscientious of what you put out in the beginning because your beginning stuff is what's going to like drive, like it's going to make YouTube decide what you're allowed to continue making videos on. Or like if you don't, they're not going to show your videos to people. That's one thing I learned. Second, and don't take these on. Use affirmations to counterbalance that. My own limiting belief, right? Okay, so you can do that. You don't have to take it on. You can see what it happened. <laughs> I may have experienced and I keep affirming. And don't affirm it for yourself. Affirm the opposite, please, for the love of God. And um, and then just you know be conscious of conscientious of what's on the beginning because that stuff in the beginning will always have like the most likes. And I, it, it just like, they categorize you. It's like, this is what you hear here for. And then all your other stuff gets funneled underneath it kind of. So put, put really good stuff out. I'm not saying put really good stuff out, but I mean, how do I say this? Not saying you have to be at your best in the beginning. I don't want, I don't want to say like, don't start until you have your best. I mean, give it your all here. You know what I'm saying? Like, meditate for hours before you make your content. Like do like that kind of thing. Go on a walk and go do some, some something you really enjoy before you write your script or something like that. So where you know what you're putting out is like the highest aligned connection that you can get to today because in seven years, someone's going to be watching that. And even though it might be like outdated, it, it, like in some aspects, a lot of what's in there is not going to be outdated, right? So that's my advice. What do I do to build confidence in myself? Do I have a morning daily routine? Well, 
I go after what I want to do. I believe in myself and in my abilities to be successful at what it is that I want. Um, like I know whatever it is that I choose to do, I will be successful at it. There's no question. Like, I just know that I'm good at what I do. I'm dedicated when I work at stuff. I'm smart. And I've got the fuck. I, I just know. And plus I'm a manifester. So how the fuck could it not work out? You know? So I don't know. Like I believe in myself, but I also like, I meditate all the time. I'm listening to affirmations. I'm working every day, follow my passions. I do as much as I can. I, you know, try to get out of my head and like go on walks and go to the beach and do things that aren't about grinding and building and being a business owner and things like that, you know? So, um, try to, I try to find fulfillment in myself as a person and not as my, in myself as a business owner, you know, it's, it's a daily practice, a daily process. Oh yeah. Leanne's right. I do have a, um, confidence workshop, confident AF. I literally break down like, um, how to like become the person you want to become. Like that's what the whole thing is about. So confidence workshop at my website, 30% off today using code cyber Monday. If you're interested, if not, I've got videos on, you know, loving yourself and things like that. And it's just, it's a daily practice. And you know, part of it is part of what self-love and confidence is, is like, you don't, it's not necessarily like blindly just like, I'm just so in love with myself. It's, it's more to me about not letting myself think thoughts that make me feel not confident. Does that make sense? Like I don't insult myself. I don't look in the mirror and think shitty thoughts. If I look in the mirror and say something bad about like my face or my skin or my weight or whatever, I correct it immediately because not because that's what my eyeballs see, but because I don't have time for that thought to gain momentum and exist in my mind. I need my thoughts to be pure and supportive and nice and kind because I don't have fucking time for the other bullshit. I've already lived it. I know what it's like there. I'm 38. I've been, I know what it's like to fucking talk down on myself. I've been there a lot. So I just don't let myself talk like that. And, you know, people are going to, oh, you're so confident. I'm like, it's, well, yeah, I believe in myself, but I also, I don't talk shit to myself. Like I'm not sitting around like telling myself how worthless I am or how everything's hard or how nobody likes me and how all this dumb shit, like, why are you saying stuff like that to yourself? I'm not saying you are, but a lot of people, I know a lot of people do it because I talk to you guys one-on-one in, in one-on-one sessions. So part of being confident is just not letting those things exist. You know, it's like, it's almost like asking somebody who only eats salad, like, how do they stay so fit? It's like, well, yeah, I eat salads all day, but I also don't eat cakes all day. You know? Hey friend, did you know about my new monthly subscription synergy? This is your all access pass to everything Roxy Talks. The answer to every manifestation question you might have is in Synergy. We're talking every course that I've ever recorded, every program, including 360 and our upcoming eight-week transformation we're doing on September 26th. This also includes every monthly master training, like the one called Move the Fuck On, hosted at the end of September. You get everything when you're a part of Synergy. It's the most no-brainer way to be a part of my world. You simply get it all. All courses, all programs, all meditations, all affirmations, a content library, and a private group of peers just like you who are committed to long-term success. Because that's what Synergy is all about. It's long-term commitment for long-term success. This isn't some one-and-done manifestation you're just trying to pop off and move on. You understand that manifesting happens every single moment for the rest of your life, and therefore, you're never done. The work never stops. And if this resonates with you, then you are who I am looking for to join me in my monthly subscription membership, Synergy. Head to roxytalks.com backslash programs or click the link in the description here on the podcast 
to join this amazing opportunity. And when you do join, I guarantee I'll see you soon because we have so many events and so many exciting things. There's no chance to escape getting a little FaceTime with me. So if you are ready for something long-term, you're not going anywhere and you want it all, Synergy is the answer for you. Every course, every program, every time. What's the story of me and my hubby? You thought I saw a video about me manifesting him back at one point. Um, yeah, I mean, when we first started dating, because like when we were, we started dating, we were 23, we're 38 now. So, well, he's not 38 yet, that little baby. <laughs> He'll be 38 in a couple weeks. Um, but uh, yes, I am a cougar. My husband is three weeks younger than me. Um, he, uh, we, when we were like 23, we dated for like a year off and on. And then we broke up for like two years and I was in a rebound relationship. And then um, we started dating again. And when we came back together, it was cool for a minute. And then the old stuff started to come back through, just like it does with everybody. And I was in a stuck in a space of like, um, I just really wanted him to commit and he wouldn't. Why won't he commit? Why won't he commit? Why won't he just? Why won't he just? And I was just over and over and over in my head, why won't he just commit? And then one day I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't need this guy to commit to me. Like, I don't need him to do anything. I realized like I had been holding him hostage almost. And I literally was kind of like, I'm so sorry, dude, I release you. And I just realized like, Psh, you know who I am? Like I could go out and get any, I can get any man. I don't need it. Like I just was like feeling myself for like the first time in a long time. And I just realized like I didn't need him to make me happy and trying to force him to do it wasn't making either of us happy. So I was just like, I'm cool with it. You know, like you're not like, I'll be happy. Okay. I love you enough to let, to like not force you in a relationship with me. And I'm cool. I'm cool. And it was like that made him come through. And he was, he changed within hours. It was crazy. It was crazy. But I didn't know about manifesting yet. So now I know. I know I, what I did was I fully let go and I was just like done. I released him. Um, I was literally like, cool. I don't need you. But that's, I think that's a Scorpio thing too. Like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on until we're completely done. And then you just can cut things off with like seemingly no feelings because you've been cutting your, you've been mourning the feelings up until that point. This is so fucking stupid. I'm just explaining my why I do the dumb thing. I hold on to things for way too fucking long. And then by the time I'm ready, I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, done. Uh, I still do that. So I need to work on that. Um, but anyways, that's, that's what happened to me. And so with my, with my husband, I just was like, oh, I can't, I'm not going to make this man try to like, force this man to love me anymore. And that's what made him love me. Ironically. <laughs> and that was like, that was like 13 years ago. That was a long time ago. And we've been great ever since. So he's been the same person ever since then. It was like, I rewrote the story somehow without knowing it, without realizing it and manifested a different version essentially is what happened. But, um, he's excellent. I have the best husband in the world. And I affirm that every single day. And that's also what I continue to have it. And I don't just affirm that so that I can have it. I affirm that because that's the truth. And I just say it naturally. Like I really just say that. So Dina says I should probably release my SP2. I happen to know a lot more about Dina's situation just because, you know, she's part of my team. So we're a lot closer than I get to be with other people. So, um, Dina, this is one thing I'll say for you, Dina, you, your fear is that if you release him, you think releasing means sending away forever. That's your problem. In my opinion, with the letting go thing is that you don't understand that what letting go actually is letting go is not saying, even though for me, that's what it was. That's what it was for me. That was my letting go was saying, okay, well, let me back up. Let me back up. 
letting go is not saying, I don't love you. I wouldn't love to be with you, but I don't need you to perform any XYZ thing in order for me to be happy and fulfilled. And that is the realization that I had. That is why my relationship is what it is now is because I know he is not the key to my happiness. In fact, (laughs) I have to find it my fucking self every goddamn day. So I know it's not him because I am happily married and we don't fight and we do get along and we have a great life and we have everything, everything that we need. We have no, I have no fucking problem in my life yet I'm fucking doing what I'm dealing with all my stuff. So I know personally that like a, a perfect, completely suited to you partner that loves you and appreciates you and wants to be in your life and supports you in everything you do, lets you live in a fucking pink house. My house is pink from tip to tails, bitch. Like my ceiling is pink. My floorboards are pink, not my floor, the baseboards are pink. Everything is pink in my house and he fucking loves it. He picks out other pink shit. He's, you should see my Christmas tree he decorated. He embraces it fully. He still is not the key to my happiness. I have a partner completely perfectly matched to me that I get along with and I love to be around. He is not the key to my happiness and he cannot make me happy. I have to be happy in order to be happy with him. So I, w- I just want everyone to understand your SP will never make you happy. You will allow yourself to feel happiness when you're around them probably sometimes, not all the time, because there's a lot of times you're around them and you don't feel happiness. So they're not the key to it and they never will be. You have to understand that. Letting go of your person is not about saying, I, okay, we don't have, fine, I guess we won't be together. You are trading in your lack for abundance and have and love and fulfillment. And that's what I want you to see is like, when I decided that I didn't need him, I felt on top of the world. I felt, I felt better than I had felt in so long because I was just miserable all day long because he wouldn't do the thing I wanted to do which was just give me the title. I didn't want a second more of his time. I just wanted him to acknowledge that we were boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever, you know, like that's all I wanted. And so that's what it made me even more mad. Cause I'm like, I don't want anything else from you. I just want you to acknowledge what it is. And, <clears throat> and so it, it was like, we were together every day. We're fucking next door neighbors. We were always, it was like, I had the relationship, but I was wanting more from it and I wasn't accepting what it was. And I had my own issues with it. And so when I was able to, again, say like, okay, I don't need he's not going to be the key to it. Anybody could give it to me because I am the fucking shit and I can have it wherever I go. That's what it was. It was like, I will be happy and fulfilled wherever I go because I'm happy and fulfilled. So wherever I go, happiness and commitment or fulfillment goes there. You know, and if I'm committed to my happiness, then guess what goes there as well? Commitment, which is what most of you are looking for, right? Commitment. If you, your person's not committing to you, it's because you're not committed to your new story a hundred percent. And I don't, I don't need to fucking talk to anybody to know if your person's not committed to you, you are not committed to the right story. I know it without even a second talking to you because the world's a mirror and I'm smart enough to know how mirrors work. So, so like, I wish I could show you, like, I wish I could show you how free you could feel by just saying, you know what? I'll be happy no matter what happens to me. And then, and then from that point forward, not letting the things that make you unhappy shift your language. Okay. I'm not talking about not feeling it. I'm not saying that you didn't get unhappy. I'm saying, Stop saying it all the time. Stop affirming that you're unhappy because then you just get unhappy tomorrow and you never get out of it. You'll never get out of it if you, if you cannot get a hold of the language. The language is always out front. 
The like it's oh, man. You know, it's like your language takes the first step. Your second foot is going to go where your first step goes. It always, right? Like if, if you think about it like this, like the, if the if the right foot is leading, then the right foot needs to go in the right direction. Otherwise, you're not going in the right direction. If the if the leading edge, the leading front is going backwards, when do you ever progress? How could you possibly progress if you will not stop yourself from saying this isn't working for me. Like it's one thing to acknowledge it's not working for you, but then you need to use your language to shift to energy. This isn't working for me. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad that actually, you know what? I'm ready for something new because now it is working for me. Now I'm in control. It is working for me. Actually, things are working out for me. You take that it's not working for me. You get to acknowledge it for a split second and not six fucking days, a split second of acknowledgement. And then you reaffirm your chosen reality instead of going and letting your the three, like, <sighs> Your 3D is so fucking stupid. Like, stop believing in it. You know? Man. All right, homework, homework, homework. Last week was hyper-awareness. I know that not everybody did it, um, which is fine. I want to do hyper-discipline this week. So if you didn't do hyper-awareness last week, if you didn't do homework with us last week, what I want you to do is do, here's two things. Last week's homework was 24 hours of hyper-awareness. I want you just to pay attention to what you're saying all day long about your situation. What are you saying? What are you reacting to? What is triggering you? And what are you doing in response to those triggers? Just because the first step to changing everything is to know what you're doing that keeps you away from your manifestations, right? So if you didn't do that last week, I want you to do from this moment forward, 24 hours straight of hyper-awareness, set an alarm on your phone, and you're going to just be observing your thoughts, no judgments. Don't try to fucking chase them away. Just like sit with them and look at them like, huh, that's interesting. Okay. I've been thinking about this shit for 20 minutes. That's crazy. Like, I just want you to look at like what you're doing with your thoughts for 24 hours straight. Okay. So the next homework is 24 hours of discipline, but not judgment, not beating yourself up. If you're, if you're thinking the thoughts that you're not supposed to just switching them, just switch your thoughts, just switch your thoughts. If you're feeling negative or you're hurting or you're sad, I just want you to sit with sadness and say, it's okay to be sad. Don't think about all the things that the sadness equates to or what the sadness means, or even necessarily what the sadness represents. Just be okay with it. Okay. I'm sad right now. And that's really fine. I'm going to love myself even harder. I'm going to French braid my hair and make some popcorn and watch babysitters club. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you just like, if you're sad, cool, be sad, but like, don't make it a problem. And don't let that be, um, a ticket for you to just run off with your thoughts. That's not what we do. That's not how aware and disciplined thinkers act. Okay. They see their sadness and they raise themselves some support. You know what I'm saying? I don't play poker. I hope I did that right. <laughs> I see your sadness and I raise you support. That's what I'm trying to say. I love you. I appreciate you. Be good to yourselves. See you next week. Bye.